JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. But on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, staked out in Vegas today doing whatever. I'm sure something fun. The former NBA guard from the Pacers Radio Network and Pacers TV. It is Eddie Gill today. I I can't tell you how impressed I was. You know, obviously going back to Monday night, Eddie, with that win over the Celtics. And then last night with what they did with Milwaukee. These are the levels in which I have expected. And to see that come to fruition on Monday and then last night especially, that's very gratifying for me. I can't imagine what it is for these guys. These guys have that level of play, maybe not night in and night out, but they have that level of play in them, don't they? Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, when you do it against that caliber of opponent, amount uh, of expectations really starts to rise on what you're capable of uh, on a more consistent basis, specifically on the defensive end of the floor. You referenced Aaron Neesmith, if, if someone, the casual fan, just looked at the box score and said, hey, who had a great game? He's probably the eighth or ninth guy that you think had a great game. But he was incredible uh, defensively with what he was able to do in terms of just making things hard. Uh, one possession he's guarding, you know, Damian Lillard, he's picking him up full court, making harassing him the whole entire possession. The next possession he's guarding, Giannis Antetokounmpo, making life miserable for him. So you have a guy like that on your team that's just really invaluable in terms of what your, your defensive focus and, and, and dedication may be. Hey, Eddie, we talked about this going back to Tuesday, right? Eddie Gill joins us. It, it is not yep. – and I thought Shaquille O'Neal brought this up on TNT Monday night and said, listen, it, it's one thing about not having, you know, a, a defensive prowess throughout the game, but if you're as good offensively as the Pacers and you can mix in some late-game defensive stops, a lot of times that can be enough. And I'll be damned, that's exactly what we've seen against Boston. And then we saw it again last night against the Bucks. These late-game stops, you may not be very good at all at defense, but if you can put together a couple of late-game stops for a team this good offensively, Eddie, that can be good enough. Yeah, it's a difference maker. And, and really, you, you take, the, with the exception of that third quarter, when, when Damian Lillard gets going, and obviously they put 43 on the board, which is a big number, but those other three quarters... Yeah. The Pacers were, were very good. They were yeah. solid defensively. Um, so you got to tip your hat in terms of the overall effort. And, and with the, the, their pace of play, they're never going to be a top five mm-hmm. defensive team, which is okay because you, you're so prolific from an offensive standpoint. And their pace of play is just going to be more possession. It's just, it's just tougher to get into that capacity. But having said that, if you're middle uh, of the pack in, in terms of the league and, and, and mix in those, those timely stops that you're referencing in close games, this team can be more than competitive down the stretch. 
So Eddie Gill joining us. Pacers win 128-119. Get the Lakers in the championship of the first ever in-season tournament of the NBA. That's tomorrow night in Las Vegas, Nevada. I remember when he put 54 on the board. And I, I've, I've never thought before that 37 looked that difficult to get as it did last night. I mean, I never thought I was going to say, wow, you held him to 37. That's great. But Giannis in that, that first meeting in that loss by the Bucks. He scored 54, and he mentioned after the game that he was gassed down the stretch. He touched the ball in the final eight minutes, honestly, Eddie, maybe two times, three times at the most. I think yeah. scored maybe twice. And he yeah. it was a combination of, of I thought the Pacers really got down to business defensively too, but he was gassed, I thought, last night down the stretch in that fourth quarter. Yeah, that, that goes to the point I referenced about Neesmith. I mean, picking the guy up you know, full court and he's harassing him and not waiting for him to attack and then just be yeah. so reactionary. You just have to really make him work just to dribble the basketball, just casual dribbles. They can't be casual. And that's what I thought they did a good job of. He also, they also limit his opportunity. He had, he only had 19 shot attempts. He was able to get to the free throw line. And for some reason, whenever he sees the Pacers, he all of a sudden becomes uh, Tim Legler from the free throw line or someone because he's making them when he yeah. gets there. <laughs> but, but also, Again, you know, he's a, uh, I think he's shooting 60-something percent from the, from the free throw line on the season, but he's been shooting at a higher clip against the, against the Pacers. But yet again, limiting his opportunity, and each and every opportunity comes with a struggle and some significant uh, resistance. So that's what, that's what you're able to do. So, and Boyle, Mark Boyle and I had the same discussion about, quote-unquote, holding a guy to 37. Uh, I think, yeah. you know, you, you tip your hat to that performance because, again, he's arguably, arguably the best player in the game. And you're just making things difficult for him. And with the exception of that third quarter by Damian Lillard, uh, you made it difficult on him as well. I want to talk to him coming up after you here, Aaron Neesmith. Is, uh, is he now evolved into, I don't want to say stopper. For one, that sounds lame. And nobody gets stopped in the NBA. I mean, everybody's just too damn good. But is, is he that guy? Is this his role right now to be able to guard basically anybody on that floor? Yeah, when, you, when you're talking about a guy who can guard every position on the floor, uh, legitimately one through four, and, and like I think I mentioned to you the other day, he, he was able to guard, or he was forced to guard and beat for half a quarter in Philly and, and made life miserable on him. He's definitely the guy you can go to uh, to guard multiple positions just because he has, a, he has a toughness and a strength and size to the game that no one else can bring. Um, I do like what Bruce Brown does on the perimeter. I like what Andrew Nimhart does on the perimeter, but in terms of being able to guard one through four legitimately and make life miserable on the opponent, Aaron Neesmith is that guy. You played the position. You played a long time in the NBA. So, I, I, I mean, obviously, whatever you say, I take the heart right here. But how ridiculous has Tyrese Halliburton been? Extremely. <laughs> there, there's not a – we don't we don't have a great description to, to describe what he's been do, doing. I, you know, he had a historic month in November. And, uh, you know, we get to December and he just he takes it to another level, especially when you're considering the opponents that he's doing it against uh, the caliber of players. He, he's right there within, in any discussion in terms of point guards as far as who's the best in the game right now. Um, his confidence is, is, is on another level. It's a completely different stratosphere. Um, and he just each time he goes out on the floor, he has a, a moxie and he's carrying himself as he's the best player on the floor each and every night. 
He is Eddie Gill, the Pacers radio network. You'll hear him tomorrow night with Mark Boyle. They got that final for you in Las Vegas between the Lakers and the Pacers uh, coming up tomorrow night right here. And again, there's going to be a watch party at Gambridge Fieldhouse. And again, we'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on, but something local fans may want to do to watch that game uh, tomorrow night. I, I also wanted to bring this up, too, as far as Halliburton is, is concerned. And this is really everybody. You know, we talked about it in terms of getting stops late in the fourth, but clearly... These guys got down to business. I mean, they're getting in a stance, and they are trying to guard much more than we have seen them here in the past, at least this season so far at times. Is, is, this, is this something new we're going to see? Because I, I want to see this. Like, I have expectations, Eddie, for this every game. Not to play at this incredible level every game because it's a long season, but my expectations are that high. Does that raise the bar with this group, especially on the defensive end with you as well? I think it does, and as it should. I think T.J. McConnell made the comment a couple of games ago that we told on ourselves, I think it was, was the quote, and that was just effectively saying, hey, we're capable of this, and for whatever reason, we haven't been able to do it, but now we've seen it, uh, you know, a little bit more consistently over the last couple of games, so now you should be able to go out there and do it because they have all the, the tangible requisite skills in terms of quickness, athleticism, length. They, they have all of those things. Now it's the intangibles, can you do night in and night out, and that's just – being able to communicate at a high level, execute the defensive strategies at a super high level, pay attention to the details, just sit down in a stance, take pride and, and prowess yeah. in terms of your one-on-one -on -one matchup, guard the first and second bounce, some of these types of things. And now, you, and now you're really working with something in terms of taking pride in, in what your execution looks like out there. So 100% the, ex, the expectations have risen, and, and being able to do it on a more consistent basis Will, will lean itself to significant success and and and, um, and and ultimately more wins down the stretch. And I'll give you another point, and Eddie Gill joins us to that too. I always thought if, if Buddy Hill didn't knock down threes, then he's got to go and catch some pie because he just can't play out there. You can't utilize it. Uh, he didn't shoot it well at all. Three of 11, zero of six. But then when you look at the box score and realize how many extra possessions, extra looks he got them, he had four offensive rebounds, a part of an 11-rebound night. I, that, that may stand out more than anything else right there. You're talking about a night when he's 0 of 6 from 3 and adds absolutely nothing. But on the glass where the Pacers normally really struggle, it was big. And a couple of those offensive rebounds were really huge, those tap-outs, things like that. So, you know, maybe he is somebody – I don't know if that's just the engagement of the moment, but that was something I did not think resided with Buddy Heald. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, that that is something that is, is huge. Uh, when you have a guy who is so prolific in terms of shooting the basketball, okay, what, what other value can you bring? And, he, and that's what he was able to do. I think he he does – or he did a great job of, of rebounding, getting extra possessions, like you said, 11 rebounds. And then when it, when it, when it comes to one-on-one -on -one, uh, defense, he has shown the ability to, to, A, that he cares, first and foremost, and then it'd be that he's going to sit down in the stands and try to at least make it difficult on a guy and not just let people blow by him and those types of things. So I, I give him a ton of credit uh, for being staying engaged, staying supportive. Uh, you know, early on in the season, he's coming off the bench and he's put back in the starting lineup. He's a guy who's just been a true pro um, throughout the throughout the entire process and, and just being around the team, his spirit and, and uh, really energy around the team is infectious. Like he's a guy who really just breathes energy and life in, into your team regardless of what's happening out on the court. He is Eddie Gill with us. Are they doing a practice, short practice walkthrough? What are they doing today out there? 
literally just wrapped up. Actually, I'm uh, standing outside the arena talking to you guys, and uh, you know, their media's in there with with uh, with some of the players now, and and uh, they yeah, they just wrapped up. So they had a nice nice walkthrough and, and, and shots, and, and and you know, obviously went over some scout scouting stuff for for what they're planning on doing tomorrow. Um, what's the latest on Nimhard? Your guess is as good as mine. I know he uh, was got some testing and stuff today, so I'm not I'm not sure exactly. Uh, did see him walking around, so that's that's a great sight to see. But it, it, he he took a, a rough step yesterday. I'm sure everyone saw that. It didn't look good, but he's walking around today, and um, you know we'll see we'll see what they come up with in terms of testing. Man, Eddie, here's a big deal in the third quarter because uh, they were their boat was taken on water. And he, he saved them two or three times in that third quarter. Well, he was huge. He was absolutely huge. I thought he had came in and had a, a you know, a really good five or six minute stretch that just kept kept the Bucks at bay and, and, and really was able to still continue to, like you said, you know, the boat was taking on water. That's well put there <laughs> because uh, it, it looked like it was going the wrong direction. And uh, but what you expected? I mean, that's a, a championship caliber team. Uh, you expect them to make a run at some point. Um, just being able to withstand that run and then and then come back and make a run on your own, and that's what they were able to do. So, Eddie Gill with us. Before I let you go, um, your, your thoughts on the Lakers coming up tomorrow night. You know, I, I, this is all the way around been perfect so far for the Pacers, and they need it. And we know this. A team like the Lakers, an organization like the Lakers, they don't need this. I mean, it's so home. Here we are again on ABC on Saturday night, blah, blah, blah. But I will say this, LeBron James has brought vintage LeBron James, as we saw last night. And because of that score, he got a lot of time to rest. What does the Lakers squad look like in terms of the matchup with the Pacers tomorrow night? They they are one of the uh, most perplexing teams out there for me. Uh, LeBron has continued defeating time. Uh, you know, that 38-5 30, and in 22 minutes is ridiculous. Uh, so he, he, to your point, he's got plenty of time to, to rest. Uh, Anthony Davis on any given night can look like the best player in the league. Uh, and sometimes in a game, he looks like the best player in the league and, you know, for a quarter or two quarters and then the next he's disappearing. So I'm not sure, uh, but they, they seem to me to, to be a team that's locked in and, and it would like to go in and, and get this done. So I, uh, the gauntlet continues uh, for the Pacers in this in-season tournament play. Um, you know, you look at the, their six and zero record and the, and, you know, the four out of four of those those teams on there, you know, arguably contenders uh, in the league. So, yeah. super impressed with that. Uh, the Lakers, again, on any given night, can can be the best team or the worst team in the league. So, uh, but I think I, I foresee a, a spirited uh, effort, a spirited bunch uh, in the Lakers. So it, it should be a really good turnout. And, and with LA being three four hours down the road, it's going to feel like a road game. Well, I mean, it's also a, uh, Vegas on a Saturday night, and, you know, guys that I've never heard of that are uh, evidently YouTube stars are going to be sitting there and getting their pictures taken and stuff. So this is probably going to be, you know, something very uh, very embraced, let's just say, by the well-to-do in Vegas coming up tomorrow night. But, again, hey, Eddie, this has been great for the Pacers. I mean, everything that they need to re-engage and build their brand has all taken place over this past week. Oh, this in-season tournament has been tremendous for for the Pacers in particular. First of all, obviously the, the results have been fantastic. The teams they played were great. They were able to still come with positive uh, uh, results at the end of them. But yeah, this has been an incredible experience. You're, you're talking about higher sense of urgency on these games for December games. Um, a young team that only a handful of guys have played meaningful playoff minutes. 
so they've got to got a chance to really experience what, what that's like. Um, so either way, obviously they want to come out with the win, but I think at the end of it all, um, success and, and, and positive results here for the Pacers in, in the Tennessee tournament. Before I let you go here, too, Eddie White just texted me and said the Pacers party at Gamebridge is sold out. That is sold out for tomorrow. A viewing party at Gamebridge is sold out. I, Eddie, I can't tell you. I know you see this all the time, but we, we have a thirst. We have a hunger in this market right now for a winner. And you got it, in, you got it with the Pacers. You got it with the Colts. And this thing is hit at a perfect time. Yeah, it's a beautiful time for the city, for sure. You, you bring up a great point. The Colts have, have, have gotten hot here over the last few weeks, and the Pacers clearly have, have bottled something up over the last couple of weeks, especially in this in-season tournament play. Uh, that environment last Monday uh, against the Celtics was incredible. Uh, and, and I would love to see what's, what's going to happen there uh, during that viewing party. I'm sure it's going to be great, uh, and hopefully the, the game will, will be competitive on both ends and, and something exciting for everyone to see. Hey, how was the environment there? It, it like uh, we come off that game Monday night. The best environment of the NBA so far was the Pacers' home court at Gambridge on Monday night against the Celtics, and then you have to go to that. What was it like in that building last night? Honestly, it was a little bit stale. You got two teams from the Midwest. Um, I will say yeah. that there were there were definitely uh, some, some Pacers fans who made the trip, so they were there and and made some noise. Uh, and, and both and same same from Milwaukee, and then also they obviously have. Uh, the national attention when you have guys like Giannis Antetokounmpo and, and Damian Lillard and what they've been able to do over their career. So you had fans that were, were individual fans that were fans of those guys, but it was it was stale in, in comparison, yeah. right? You didn't necessarily have this huge uh, influx of, of, of Pacers or Bucks fans. Uh, so it was a little, a little bit stale. I don't think it will be that way tomorrow. Again, you know, L.A. is, is literally three, four hours down the road, yeah. and, and I'm sure you have um, uh, just anyway, the, you know, the Lakers machine that it is. There'll be some more Lakers fans in here. That's uh, Eddie Gill, former NBA guard, and, of course, for the Pacers Radio on Pacers Television Networks on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. Keep everybody in line out there in Vegas, okay? Make sure. I'll do my very, I'll do my very best. <laughs> Take it easy, Eddie. Thank you. Thank you, guys.